for the first time ever, I took some time to like go back and listen to my podcasts from like March and April and May and June. And I've been scared to do it because I don't want to like bring up a bunch of extreme feelings that I can't work through on my own because like like I'm still dealing with a lot of life right now and I don't want to like I don't want to go back and dig up old stuff that I've moved past and you know kind of add it to the pile of the new stuff but then I'm not sure what prompted me it was yesterday I did it yesterday I came home I had a long day at work and I I was supposed to go to John's and I just needed to like run on the treadmill. Just like running acts as a separation from my regular life stuff, you know, like kid stuff, work stuff, just regular life. It kind of, it's like, it's almost like when I go for a run and I put my clothes on, it's almost like I'm putting on a Superman outfit. You know, he, he goes in the telephone booth and he puts on his, his, cape and everything and and then he's somebody different for a little bit and I've actually never thought about it like that before and that really it saves my life I just need to like just for like a split second even if it's like for 45 minutes sometimes it's only three miles for half an hour sometimes it's an hour and a half sometimes it's a marathon but I need to like kind of just tap into that superpower that I've got like hey you know I'm I'm Susie you know like I'm sometimes I'm mom sometimes I'm sister sometimes I'm friend sometimes I'm employee sometimes I'm coworker. like we have we have all these roles in life and and I really like I go balls to the wall in all of them I think I mean I do my very best I'm probably not that great at being a sister or a friend or, you know, a mom or like, you know, we all make mistakes, but like, there's always room for improvement for sure. But it just like running kind of gives me this, this, it like it divides up the day, you know, like it's like, it's hard to explain. I remember like I was listening to Joe Rogan. I think it was with Mike Tyson or maybe it was with I forget who he was talking to, but they were talking about how working out gives you that. There's like this definitive section of your day that's like, hey, you know, we're we're moving from this role into this role. And then we're going to move back into that role when we're ready. Like, it's like, it just feels right and healthy. And like, I like it. So when I was I had this really long day and I knew I was going to like go hang out with John and and he's so awesome and he understands. I was like, you know, I just need to like, I need to run. I don't know how long it's going to be, but it's not going to be a super long run. And for some reason I felt prompted to listen to my old podcasts. Like I felt like, you know, when you just, you're just like ready to dig into your old diary entries. Like you're, and I don't, know why I thought I was ready and I I was like I, I totally handled it it was fine I didn't it didn't like I mean it's it stirred me in a way that made me want to record this but it didn't it didn't affect me in a way that was like negative or 
you know, like, you know, it was, it was actually pretty, it was pretty cool. But yeah, it was just, just makes, it just making me, it made me think a lot about like how, and I, I wrote, I wrote something. So I got, I ran seven miles and then I'm like, John, I'm going to be a little bit late cause I got to write something. Cause it kind of prompted me to write about how it's so weird how we adapt so like we can go through a stress, right? Like things can be really, really hard. And like my life was really, really hard, but my life was like, there was like so much trauma leading up to when I left and, and I even forget about that stuff. And, and then when I left, like it it was so hard, there was no more trauma. Well, there was trauma, but like I could escape it. So like there was trauma, but I can like close my laptop or turn my phone off and then hold my babies and go to sleep and have peace. And that was good. But like, there was still lots of trauma there, but it was different. So like, so each scenario, you kind of like move from space to space and then you adapt to it and then get comfortable in it. So, okay. I just thought of something when I moved into the apartment and if you guys, I don't know if you know the story about, I'm not going to exhaust the story, but like when I left in June, we moved into an apartment that somebody gave us, not gave us, I had to pay for it, but it was, um, lease free and I didn't have to pay a damage deposit. And it was just month by month and I had to somehow come up with the money and it was the most, the poorest I have ever been. (laughs) And, um, it was rough. And when we did that, I remember Jake coming over my Jake's my 20 year old. He came over and he's like, okay, this is awesome, mom. Like you did a really good job because he knows all the units in that building or whatever because he's worked in that. So have I. I worked in that building like 20 years ago. It was so, it's so crazy to be back in there. And it was just like, life is so weird. But anyways, he came in and he's like, you did a good job. It looks awesome. And he goes, but don't get complacent in here. Like don't get comfortable because like, a lot of people think like, you know what? They adapt. Like They're like, yeah, we can get used to this. We're just going to live like, you know, like we're not going to push hard and be the best that we can be because we know that we can survive here. And it, he, he's like a smart kid. Like he, that really resonated with me. And it's, it's so true how we can adapt to situations, even if they're really, really terrible and stressful and everything and think like, Oh yeah, we can do that. And I did, we totally did. We adapted and we did a really great job. I'm, I kept telling the boys, like, you're doing a really great job. But there was so much vacancy, too. Like, we missed my, like, the older kids, and we were so far away from them, and, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, it was during the summer months, and we could go to the lake and go to the trails and watch the airplanes land, and we had so many amazing things, and being close to Tracy and Jim, and, like, we just felt so full and loved and blessed, and and it was incredible, and... And then sometimes, like once in a while, it kind of got comfortable. It's like, well, and I almost needed a, a new level of discomfort to make me move back to Abbotsford. And if you guys are not from the lower mainland, then you don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to cities and stuff. But um, Abbotsford and Maple Ridge are probably like 45 minutes apart. And my oldest kids live in Abbotsford and that's where our house is. And so 
leaving the house from Abbotsford to go to Maple Ridge is kind of a big deal. And the job that I have is in Maple Ridge. And so moving back to Abbotsford, I had to kind of have like a new level of discomfort to make me want to be like, hey, you know, and it wasn't so much discomfort. It was just like, I really need to be with my kids. Like I, my kids need their siblings. Like it was like being in, in Maple Ridge was amazing. And we had like this, we made this like safe haven of comfort and fun and we made it the best that we can be, but it was very temporary and incredible. And I'm so grateful for it, but it was temporary. And then all of a sudden, like the time ran out and I just felt it. Like I felt the time run out and I was like, it's time to go. And when we moved here, that was in November, um, the rent is a lot more here and, um, I can only do it because we had Although like the legal stuff where I got child support now and, and so like, I actually can, I can have the means to pay the rent to live, you know, near my kids and stuff. And, and so it, at first it was like, oh my goodness, like, it's almost like when we first moved to, moved to Maple Ridge where like there was this huge amount of respect, like, Oh crap, this is expensive. And how am I going to do this? And we're not like paying much and or buying much or spending much. And that's kind of how it happened in November. I was like, how am I going to do Christmas? I have no idea how I'm going to do Christmas. And then Lisa, I don't I shouldn't say her last name, but their, their family gave us Christmas and like, and then, like, the, like, I just keep getting supported and loved on and blessed and all that stuff. And it's just been phenomenal. But, like, then I just get, it's hard because I'm just human, right? Like, I'm like, okay, well, this is comfortable, you know? And And then I adapt to this situation. And then I hear Jake's voice, like, don't don't just get comfortable. Like, don't, don't think this is all you can do or whatever. And it's funny how kids can teach us stuff. Hey, so I, I was running on the treadmill one day and all my ideas, I think all my good ideas come when I'm running, but, or in the shower, I was running on the treadmill and I had this, I I, like, whenever I email my lawyer, I have to CC his paralegal her name's Brandy. And I like, I like Brandy. Like who's Brandy? I've never met Brandy. Like, I don't know who she is. And then I brought Darnell Miller a Christmas present. And it was like, it, it was nothing. Like it was just like a goofy, funny book that I found at a used bookstore. And when I brought it there, he was busy. He was in court. So I gave it to his assistant. So I met Brandy for the first time and I was like, Oh, cool. Brandy. Cool. And then I came home, went for a run because I was smashing in a run between all that bullshit and like getting kids back or whatever. And I was like, paralegal. Like in my head, I thought like being a paralegal would be like, you need your, your BBA, like business, business, bachelor of business administration, or you need some sort of like something like that. And but I was like, well, I'll just Google it because I'm just on the treadmill. And so I Googled it and there's like all these programs that are close by that offer diploma or certificate and 
legal administration or paralegal and like giving the details like this the entrance salary and I was like hold on a second and my whole world like blew up in that moment I was like what I can totally do this so that's what that's what started like the whole ball rolling thing but I still so as my life is getting more like my life like I I know like I feel I'm overwhelmed I feel like super overwhelmed by just everything like my mind's so full like I don't even know where to start I feel overwhelmed by grace by people's caringness is that a word they're I just I can't even like I I I like I'm speechless. Like I like literally speechless by the amount of people and help that I've received, the amount of grace that I have seen and witnessed. It's beyond anything that I have ever experienced in my life and it's so weird and so ironic that I would have I've written about grace for years. If you guys know me at all, you probably rolled your eyes at all of my like sermons, quote unquote, on my blog posts about grace because it's nauseating. And I had actually, I actually had no idea what grace was back then. I thought I did. And like, I think I, I wrote well about it. Like it makes sense, but I didn't know it. Like, no, know it. Like, you know, in the biblical sense, like, no, like this, the sexy, intimate, like no knowing sense. I didn't know grace the way that I know it now. And yeah, so like, that's been incredible. But just having this like new like life, I feel like I have this like, (laughs) I don't know. It's weird. Like, it's weird how I would have gone through the hardest time of my life. But it's also been, it's also been, I'm so hesitant to talk about it like this because it sounds like cheesy, but I don't know, like, it's been pretty amazing. But it's also like really, really sad too. Like, I'm not, I'm not taking away from like how sad it is and how, hard it was and like I think about Callum and Jesse and my heart breaks like it's so my heart breaks for them I'm not I don't want to take anything away from them I don't want to be like oh yeah my life is amazing and I'm taking this paralegal course and like you know and I've been reunited with my friends and you know we're doing we're killing it but like they're suffering and so I don't want I don't like I just I hope you guys know that I'm not taking anything away from that and them and and as I'm as their mom it's hard I mean I'm doing it but it's hard to like just see them suffer like feel them suffering a lot of times they their little bodies carry a lot you know like a lot of stress and they work it out I mean kids are pretty resilient but I have to be there, you know, like I can't be busy. I can't be like 
when they come home here at five o'clock, when they come here at five, I have to be all hands on deck. And when it's bedtime, a lot of the times there's a lot of crying and flailing and, you know, raging. They really think their tiny little bodies carry a lot of stress. And Callum will like, can you just cuddle me? And I'm like, of course I'll cuddle you. And then like Jesse's in the, like they have a trundle bed. So Jesse's in the trundle bed below. So I'm like cuddling Callum and I'm kissing his face. And like my left arm is like dangling over and I'm stroking Jesse's hair and trying to like comfort him. And it's just hard to be, it's like, I feel split, you know, and I feel like I wish I could just give them all comfort. And then knowing like Jake, Freddie and Katie need me too. And I, it's hard. Like having kids, you like, it's, it's a love act. Like it's, it's a full-time job. I mean, it's more than 40 hours a week. It's 24 seven. And, but man, like it's, they're incredible. They are incredible people. And I'm, I just, I hope that they, they feel my love and I hope that they feel safe and all that stuff. But yeah, I just, I don't want you to think like, I'm like, oh yeah, my life's amazing. I have had so many blessings and so many people that have come in and helped and supported us. Not probably not even for me, just for like our kids, you know, and that's amazing. Like I just, I don't take anything away from that. And I want to talk about it and I want to stay positive and I want to be pressing forward to the future because this paralegal course is all about pro- providing for my kids. Like I, I'm stoked about it. Like no doubt about it. I'm going to get a lot of, you know, reward that feeling of like, you know, satisfaction of like working like that. It's going to be great. And probably from home because of COVID and I'm going to be there for my kids, like my littlest ones when they go to school and come home. And like, it's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And never in a million years would I have ever thought to be a paralegal ever. Like it would have never crossed my mind until this year for me having to fill out those, those applications for court orders. I've it was so foreign to me. It was like someone was like handing me a Chinese dictionary. I'm like, how am I even going to like, where am I even going to start? And that's what it felt like. And I did it because I had to, because I did it for my kids. And then now I'm like, I get it. And I want to be that. I want to help people too. Like I want to help people in my position who are doing this for the first time. And I want to like, yeah, anyway. I think you probably know where I go. I just want to go on and on. But I think um, as much satisfaction it would give me, it's really about, like, I saw, you know, like, the entrance salary and the paid vacations and the sick days and, like, the benefits and everything, like, dental. And I was like, yes, this is a job that I can have where I can be with my kids and take care of them, you know? I was like this is it. You know, you just know, like when something comes along and you're like, yes, this is it. And so as much as it's going to make me happy, it's making me happy because it's really benefiting my family. And I'm really excited about it. So yeah, I'm going on and on. 
So my class starts, when does it start? The orientation is on Wednesday, and then they start next week. And it goes from now until July. And then um, I've I've talked to like a few paralegals, and one of them gave me all her textbooks, and she's like super nice. And she's like, yeah, we all get hired right out of the program instantly. Like 100% hiring rate, like right out of your practicum. <laughs> So I'm pumped. I'm totally hyped. I'm excited. And I don't know. I just feel like I have a lot to be thankful for. I, Katie tells me, she's like, this is my favorite house I've ever had. So we live in like this basement suite and it's so nice. Like the apartment I made, the guy made the apartment nice. Like I'm, (laughs) I know that sounds egotistical, but I had to carve that out. Like when we, when we went in that thing, it was like, the carpets were soggy with like dog smell and the walls reeked and were discolored with secondhand smoke. I had to tape cardboard over the fireplace so that secondhand smoke didn't come into the apartment. And we lived beside a homeless shelter. And this was all used against me in the Supreme Court of Canada that I did not have a, a fit home for our kids, <laughs> like, even though it was my only option. But Coming from there into this basement suite, it's like this. We only have one bathroom. Okay, here's a really gross story. I did a treadmill workout tonight and Katie was having a bath. And I, my goal workout was to do three by one miles at 630 pace. And then a, two, a one by two miles, so like combining two miles. I didn't do two miles in a row at 630 pace and I couldn't quite do it. I got to like 1.25 and my stomach was like, like it made that bubbly, girly sound. And I was like, oh no, I have to go to the bathroom, but Katie's in the bathtub. Like, okay, I'm going to try and hang in there, but I couldn't. So I go and like knock on the door. I'm like, hey, Katie. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom. She goes, okay, well, I'll just draw the shower curtain. You can just go pee. And I'm like, it's not pee. (laughs) So she had to go out of the bathtub. And I had to go to the bathroom. And she hated me for it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I would hate me too. It's just life. (laughs) So we only have one bathroom. But anyway, my point, she's like, this is the coolest house I've ever had. Like, it's just awesome. Like, I feel so, it's so homey. It's so awesome. And the boys love it. It's a little bit small. And I keep worrying about Jesse, like, diving into a coffee table or something. Because they just literally, like, tear up and down the hallway. But the cool thing is that they have a backyard and the backyard's not that big, but there's like this grassy area where they can play soccer and stuff and run. But there's also like this dirt area where they can like climb up and like go into the trees and like there's like these sheds and kind of like there's these like stairs into the forest area and like they love that stuff. So I'm super stoked for that. But the weather's been kind of gross for it. So it's been a bit tricky to, you know, but like there were a couple times where I was actually like legitimately scared that one of them was going to do like a dive into the coffee table. And I was like, you guys need to, if you're going to run, you can't run in the house. You got to run outside. So I'm like, there are your boots. There's your jackets. Go outside. And they're like, no, no, I don't want to. Don't make me. And like, yep. Setting the timer. And then literally like shoved them out the door. And then they had so much fun. They're like running up and down and they dragged a bunch of branches from our neighbors making like this really cool shed in their backyard and they're like a little bit up higher than us so I guess they thought they could just kind of cut the tree around the shed and the the branches would go in our yard and they wouldn't care 
or we wouldn't care. And I don't care. But the boys loved it. They're like, oh, these branches. And so they dragged all the branches in the backyard and they're being boys about it. And like building stuff and, but yeah, makes a big mess. But I like it. This is a good place. Like it's very homey and cozy and I love it. It's awesome. And our, like, if I sit here and talk about everything that I'm grateful for, it would be hours and hours and you guys would be really nauseated. So, um, I'll just end it here. But I thought it would be cool to just pop in and say hi and kind of give you a life update. And, oh, another thing I can tell you, I have this, um, I think it's, yeah, okay. I had, I I got my period and then it didn't stop. And then I ended up in the ER before Christmas because it was really, really bad. And when I say really, really bad, I'm just sparing you details. And then, um, and go to a specialist and my doctor's been incredible and I got all the tests done and everything came back fine. But there was like a time where I was like kind of nervous, like, am I going to die from uterine cancer? Um, but I'm on progesterone right now, which makes my boobs look awesome and a little bit sore. But other than that, the bleeding has stopped and I'm probably going to get a hysterectomy. So not, I'm not going to get my ovaries taken out, but just my uterus. And I've been wanting that for a long time. I mean, like since Jesse was born. So, cause then it just like, I won't have periods anymore, but I also have all the hormones and yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm really grateful that it's nothing more serious than that. And I also had a little bit of psoriasis that popped up and I went to a tanning salon and it fixed it. So I don't have any more psoriasis anymore. Um, I had some like anxiety issues where I was feeling like, uh, super stressed. So I get like that shooting adrenaline kind of feeling like where a cat's running out in front of your car. Um, and I have a life coach now, his name's Andrew Gray. He's incredible. And, um, I decided to do no contact with Andrew. Um, my ex-husband, my second ex-husband, Callum and Jesse's dad because that was causing me a lot of anxiety. So I do no contact, which is sad because as as Susie, as who I am at my core, I am very like um one of my main core values is human connection. And so this goes against one of my core values, but um it's keeping me safe and keeping me healthy for my kids. So I'm really grateful for that. And it's working. It's working. And what else? So yeah, like I, yeah. And then our house, um, one of the court orders was that Andrew had to list the house and that that didn't really happen for a while, but it looks like it's going to happen now. We agreed on a realtor and he is really incredible and I respect him a lot. So that's happening. And even if it doesn't happen, I feel like I'm moving in the right direction and I just, I feel really supported and loved by an amazing community of people. And I hope so much that you guys, like, I want to, I want to encourage you because like, I can't tell everything on these things. Like I can't talk about everything, but if you ever want to message me stuff, like I can talk to you on the side. Um, if that makes sense. I just can't like put it out here publicly, but I I really want to offer hope. I've been through a lot 
like a lot of really, really awful, stressful stuff. And, um, for some reason by grace, um, everything seems to be calm and healthy and we're doing this and yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like I have to say thank you to a bunch of people. Jason and Natasha have been incredible. Um, I'm so grateful that we have a large bubble like through COVID because Jason and Natasha are caregivers for Callum and Jesse. And so because they're caregivers, then Jake and Freddie are in their bubble. And so I can see Jake and Freddie and Paige and Naya and, um, it's been a lifesaver so that we can keep up that connection and just stay close as a family. And, um, I don't see my mom and dad, but we talk and, um, yeah, I mean, that's hard, but okay. I'll stop blabbing. I hope you guys are doing really well. And I hope that you enjoy my little update and I'm going to go to bed now because I have like, I need to go to sleep. So all the best and yeah, like talk to me anytime, message me. It would be awesome to say hi. Okay. Bye.